4: From
3: Jake.
5: Jake? Oh, no way. It, is this real?
3: Can
5: you hear me? What do you think? Yes. Hey, hey this how's it real? going tonight?
6: Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do you typically have a hard time distinguishing reality from fantasy?
5: Um, I would say... Real? Give me a
6: side. Reality versus um, fantasy, you said? Do you have a hard time distinguishing reality from fantasy?
5: No, I wouldn't say I do, but I would say I I fantasize a lot. But I would say like a good way, right? Like I fantasize Mm -hmm. about being rich or, you know, having a certain car. But I wouldn't say I over fantasize where it's the point it's not achievable, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense.
6: You fantasize about wealth primarily. Oh, a lot.
5: Even my friends say they're like, you're really financially, uh, you know, driven. And, you know, I agree with them. I I do think that money can
6: solve like most of your problems, right? Maybe not all of them. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Like, tell me, tell me, tell me about some of the problems that you currently have that you believe money would solve um
5: I wouldn't right now I would say I have almost zero problems in my life I just got back from like a deployment overseas right mm. and being home I got home probably a month and a half ago and right now I'm just chilling right not doing mm. anything unemployed which is really nice
7: sure.
5: um but money right got this new place down at school me and my buddies got to go with the to, we got it with the GI Bill, right? Super yep. nice. $1,000 a month each person.
7: Two wow. pools,
1: two
5: hubs. Yeah. It's an apartment complex, but super nice. And money, you know, without it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to have that, right? And it just made me a lot happier, like, being
6: there. Hmm. But you told me just now that you feel like you don't have any problems.
5: Yeah. I wouldn't say I have any, like, huge problems.
3: Hmm. Yeah. With,
5: Where whoa, whoa, is actually,
6: the place? Is it in a hot? Is it in like New York or is it in like the Midwest? Like, is it in a high oh, It's it,
5: it's in Illinois. It's at Illinois State University, right? Kind <sighs> of a shit. Well, yeah, I know. Right. right, but government's paying for it. Super easy. Um. Mm. So you but, you're
6: not talking about you know because I understand you I I when I think well when I think about wealth for me personally I like to have enough money that I don't have to like do things that I don't want to do I don't think about money in terms of like I want to have I, I I actually I kind of hate luxury you know big okay. pools and nice cars and oh sure I can like that
5: I think that money gives you opportunities though right so if I don't want to do then like you said like I, I can pay someone to do it. Like, I would, like, if your house is dirty, right? If my car is right. dirty or my house, Sure, I'm not going to clean myself. I'd rather pay someone to do it because I think my time's more valuable
6: than cleaning the house. Well, here's the thing, though. Uh, still, if you pay other people to do all the things that you don't want to do and you free up your time, you are still going to have to have something that is worth your time, or else you're just going to. Just be bored and floating around. Oh,
5: no, I agree. I you know, I work out a lot, we party a lot. Um right now what we're trying to do, we're trying to start this business, right? Me and my my buddy from high school known him eight years and we're trying to start this business. So we got we kinda have that going for us. We haven't launched it yet, but um we're you know, it's in the works, I'd say. So I've been using that to kinda occupy my time.
6: Mm, what's the business?
5: So my buddy works in Chicago. He he does like IT consultant, right? So he goes to companies and does IT and stuff for them. So he wants to he wants to do something that's kind of like the Geek Squad, right? But for like yeah. personal personal IT help. So you know we'd go to their house and we'd we'd help them out with you know um, wire management and then he's more the tech side of it. I personally don't know really anything about IT but you know we do all that stuff for people um and there's not really anything like it i'd say right now i mean geek squad but they're more of like a huge chain you know i i would assume their marketing is not it, it's good because they're best buy but you know someone who's going to start their own business is going to reach out more to people so i think that would be that's kind of what's going on right now
6: well jake listen i wish you the best of luck i wish you uh All of your dreams come true. And more importantly than wishing your dreams come true, I wish that your dreams align with what's genuinely important to you.
5: Hey, man, I appreciate that a lot. It was uh, was really nice talking.
6: Nice talking to you too, Jake. You have a good rest of the night. You too. Bye.
4: Call from Marcus. Marcus? Hey, what's up?
6: How you doing, Marcus? I'm doing pretty all right. How are you doing? You know, Marcus, I'm a gecko on the computer. Yeah, <laughs> I it's so it's so hard, Marcus, because I try not to. I don't, uh, I I don't like to say things. I don't like to be preachy, but I I I, I do believe that I really do. That uh, yeah, uh, you know. I don't know why everyone... On the, is all, Everyone's always seeking to, like, get each other and be like, ah, here's why you suck. Ah, here's why you suck. Instead of, like, trying to just listen to whatever the fucking person has to say. It's always... Well,
4: well, me, Marcus.
6: I mean, what do you have to say? And who cares what I have to say? Marcus, I have a question for you.
4: <laughs> yeah. Are you interesting? You know... Here, okay, here's what I got to convince you that I'm interesting, okay? You don't have to convince so, me. Oh, well... I'm, try- I'm going to try to, either way. Do it. Hit okay, me. so, alright, so I grew up in Minnesota, I turned 18, and I was like, fuck Minnesota. So then, I moved to Alaska, now I live in Alaska, and then You're I started Alaska. working as, I live in Alaska, bro. It's pretty, it's pretty lit up here. What do you do there? Dude, I'm a pet crema- crematorium person, so I like, I burn oh. animals for fun, for living. <laughs>
6: That sounds insanely depressing.
4: Dude, it's not even that bad. Like, I, I mean, you know, people can say that they I do it to give them last moments of dignity, but it's really not that bad.
6: How did you come upon this job? I'm curious. Did you happen upon... When you moved to Alaska, did you happen upon uh, uh, an appealing job ad for a pet crematorium, or did you go out in search...
4: Specifically no, it, for a it job just came that you can find me.
6: burning pets.
4: No, yeah, I was just on Indeed, and it just popped up, and I was like, you know what? This is this is my calling right here. For some reason, <laughs> it just made sense. Uh, I work like three twelve-hour shifts. It's so like four days off a week. It's pretty. It's pretty
6: great, honestly. When you say it's your calling, you know, honestly, kind of. What, what is it about? pet crematorium that jives so well with you as a person.
4: You know, I mean I love that I get to work alone all the time, so I'm just alone with dead animals in this warehouse. And it works great. I like I get to listen to music, I get to listen to podcasts, you know. I just get to contemplate life.
6: I'm cur- I'm very curious what music you listen to while you're burning pets and how <laughs> And how badly it contrasts with the situation. Like if you're listening to, you know, uh, I, I, God, I I can't name I can't name a single musical artist, but like some sort of upbeat pop song.
4: I, yeah, I mean like Crystal Castles or Stereo the Lab. Yeah, <laughs> right. He does get pretty uh pretty dirty also, which is not what I was expecting, but also. We we have to like do horses sometimes too, and that's like, like you have to like the dismember ass. them. Yeah, it's crazy. You have to <laughs> dismember them.
6: Yeah. Like yourself.
4: Yeah, dude. Yeah, we have tools for each layer. <laughs> I don't I don't know how gory you're gonna get, but it's it's pretty um, uh, you know just, you know you have to dissociate a little bit because it's a little it's pretty it's pretty intense.
6: Have you always been this? Desensitized to the idea of dismembering a horse, or did this something you developed uh, recently?
4: You know, I would I would say that uh, I'm pretty good at like you know dissociating from situations, but specifically the horses, just because I like the job in general. So you kind of have to sacrifice some things, you know, to get the job done. Hmm. Hmm. do you think you could dismember a horse
6: absolutely not I don't think I could dismember a horse I think a horse could dismember me though I don't think they would have problems doing that
4: absolutely they would not mind at
6: all hmm. do, you, do you ever want to like would you ever do people or are you sticking to animals for now oh,
8: I, I would,
4: I would do people but it's a completely different process from animals like with animals you put multiple in one giant uh, like oven, and with humans, it's a, like a lot smaller, a little more delicate of a process. So you know, it would just depend. I, again, like I really enjoy working alone, so I would have to work with a lot more people, with, or with people <laughs> dead and alive if I was doing people. So I kind of like mm. my gig now, but who knows? We'll see. Mm.
6: Well, what you say your name was? Marcus. Marcus, I'm I'm very happy that you found your calling, and uh, <laughs> I wish you good luck in the future.
4: I appreciate it. Have a good night.
6: You too. Bye.
8: Call from DK.
6: Donkey Kong.
8: Hello? Oh,
9: no, it's not Donkey Kong. It's shortened from my actual name.
6: Mm. So Donkey Kong. What were you doing right before you called in? I
9: was watching the stream. Uh, I'm concerned about your gloves. They look like they're kind of coming apart on the right well, there.
6: Uh, uh, you know, look, I uh, appreciate the concern. Um, the The gloves are uh, modified intentionally to make it easier for me to uh, use the scroll. I don't know if you've ever tried to use the trackpad of your MacBook oh, yeah, with gloves, on, with it doesn't gloves work. on, but it's not a winning strategy. So I have no, composed, I have sacrificed, admittedly, a very small, I believe, part of the illusion. Why not put on a pair of green in latex gloves for practicality? Those oh, thin
9: latex gloves, you
6: know. I've Those tried networks. everything. It's all Everything is more trouble than it's worth I would rather have the weird holes
4: Well you know what It's okay
9: it's not that noticeable Except for it was the first thing I noticed But other than that it's all good
6: Well look okay but here's the thing You got you got past it eventually
9: Yeah no I did for sure But uh, when here. my call went through And I walked away from the stream Now I can't see you because my voice
6: is messing me up Your voice is Oh right because of the, the echo But now we're here you, but now you've we're made here. Past and, the, and the two holes thing. The objective that I had of doing the stream is to get people into the stream, and that objective has been complete. It worked, regardless yeah, of, the, of the holes uh, in the. And I also have an objective of being able to use my computer to take calls, so that objective has been fulfilled as well.
9: I can't even do that, and I'm supposed to be like a Gen Z millennial. Fuck, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I can't take calls through my computer. I've tried. So good for you. More power to you, man.
6: Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Are you
9: interesting? Um, here's my gig. I don't think that I'm particularly interesting, but I think that I have interesting stories. Tell me. I used to be a bartender at this crazy little dive bar. Literally tiny, right? Cash only. And uh, weird shit would happen there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was just a chick behind the bars. just me. One time we had a dude come in. I kid you not. Shirt only. White shirt. Uh, straight Winnie the Pooh in it, if you will. Uh, it, it was like there was a Russian poker game across the street, and he had nothing left to bet. He literally just had a shirt on. I didn't know what to do. I almost served him.
6: Why Why didn't you?
9: Because uh, one of the bar regulars uh, kicked him out for me, I guess. I don't know what to do in those types of situations. I freeze up. I mean, like, mm. they say no shoes, no shirt, but he had a shirt, and he had socks, which I count.
7: They really need so, they really do
6: need to amend that I, I, after that. They really do need to include a pants um segment of that that popular phrase. They do. Phrase. Because you can't skip that. That's the one part
9: that honestly I would like. Wait, so he wasn't wearing right.
6: underwear either.
9: I mean, I don't think so, but I really was wasn't trying shirt, to look super at hard. Least,
6: for it. Was the shirt long enough to cover his penis? Oh yeah, was nothing was poking fully... out. Nothing
9: was poking out. At least okay, not so... when I looked, but I looked like twice. Okay, so, I, I so there was poss—I mean maybe there's a
6: possibility that he was wearing like you know a thong or like uh uh you know a speedo or something but we just didn't know.
9: Right or you know he just instead of a slong dong it was a slurt.
6: What's a slurt?
9: It's a short dong or it's a short dong.
6: <laughs> oh. Yeah, short dong.
7: I feel dong, like slurt. even
6: Hmm. No, I've never heard the term "slurred." Maybe that's a Gen Z millennial thing that you're talking about.
9: Yeah, pick it up. It's it's kind of fun. It rolls off the tongue a little bit.
6: Well, there we go. You 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 are a Gen Z millennial. You've proved yourself wrong.
9: I guess so. I don't know. I'm 97. I don't know. I I don't know where that f- puts me. Everybody tells me I'm millennial. People tell me I'm Gen Z. I don't know. I don't know where it ends.
6: Well, listen. Um, I don't know how much time you have left on this earth at 97 years old, but I hope you make the best of it.
9: <laughs> I'm uh Okay, yeah, no, you're right, you're right
6: Thank you're you true. so much for calling yeah. You have one for us tonight Thank
10: you, man Bye Call from
6: Tasha Tasha Jack What's up, Tasha Ta- uh, Tasha, have we ever the... spoken before? Hello, Tasha
8: Yeah, can you hear me?
6: How are you doing, Tasha?
8: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Gek?
6: I'm doing good. What's your life like?
8: Um, honestly,
6: that was pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. uh, Interesting. A lot of... uh, You know, when people are asked the question of what their life is like sometimes they'll get bad or good but I, rarely do i find people who get more specific than that but i find that the more specific people do get the more it is that they 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 mean it when they're saying it
8: 100 like i like to, i i don't know i try to bring optimism in as much as i possibly can
6: really so what's i mean so you say your life is fun what's the most fun thing going on in there
8: most, of, I mean, honestly, just the end of the, I, well, not the end of the pandemic because it's clearly still happening. But you know, people getting vaccinated, people starting to get like freed up, sure. you know, like getting out of the house and stuff. So I feel like that's fun. Getting to socialize with my friends again, getting to be out in the summertime in the pool. Mm. Mm.
6: What's the uh, what's 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 something that you really really wanted to do? Uh, before, while the pandemic was going on that you couldn't do, that you can do now?
8: Oh my gosh, concerts, concerts, getting to go to live music shows.
6: Mm. When you go to concerts, do you, do you typically, do you like go to punk? Do you mosh? Do you have punch people in the face and shit? Do you go hard?
8: Um, oh yeah, 100%. Like, this reminds me of going to um Travis Scott. Like <laughs> I'm I have a very eclectic music taste, so I could be like front row at Taylor Swift, so excited. I could be like at like Astro World.
6: Hmm. Tasha, are you interesting? I'm absolutely interested. You're absolutely interesting. Yes. Everything you've said tonight, you say with such conviction. I'd love to hear why you believe you're interesting.
8: I mean, I guess I just get told that a lot. And like, I had somebody tell me the other day, Tasha, you literally have a story for everything. Like, anything, like, fun that you could, like, possibly even do. Like, you've done it. Or you try to. And I'm just
6: like, you you s- Someone told you that you've done every fun thing you could possibly well, not,
8: do. Not every fun thing, but, like, he's just always, like, every single time we bring something up, you always have a, a story that, like, correlates with something that you've done. Or, like, you know, like a funny story, like, you know, that has to do with that. And I'm just... Oh,
6: thanks. Well, Tasha, hit us. Tell us what's what's what's. I mean, what's the number one thing you got in your pocket here?
8: You said what's the number one what?
6: The number one story you have uh, in your arsenal.
8: You oh, like number sure. one story. Oh man.
6: I think your most oh, man. To the
8: greatest hits, Tasha. Hey, ask, hey, ask McKenna. What do you think? To ask her because she'll know what's the best story that I have of all time. <laughs> We a bunch. I mean, what? when see, I got it, see, oh, no. Okay. Oh, man. My sister. My sister calls in and talks to you all the time. Journey. Really? She goes by Journey. Yeah, she calls me and talks okay, to you all the time. Okay, That's I how remember, I even got I to Journey. I remember Okay, journey. so Journey. Okay, so. Cool. The night, probably, honestly, all this is embarrassing, but probably the night I got my DUI. <laughs> it was a crazy night.
6: You got a DUI.
8: Yeah, I hit. I hit an ambulance, a parked ambulance, I should say. Um, but I wasn't even a hit. It. I like love topped it. Okay, like.
7: <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It was, it was
8: not not my Not my best moment. But, uh...
6: And um, and what did you do after? Did you like go back into the hospital to see? Oh no! So see, well, it wasn't I mean, even at a hospital. We were, we like, were going to. I'm trying to put myself in that situation. I'm trying to put myself in a situation where I slightly hit the back of an ambulance.
8: Okay, let me give you like the the small rundown. Like, do I go so, um, into and, the thing? <laughs> do
6: I, well Yeah. What's the right? Like, how did what, so what, what events? We do you like
8: this? my my best friend at the time. She was working at a bar, and we wanted to go to the karaoke bar. I end up going to the karaoke bar. Like, I get there, and there's an ambulance that's parked, like, in the entrance and the exit way. And I, like, already kind of pulled into the drive, which kind of sits at an incline. And whenever I went to turn in, I thought I had enough room between the curbs to get kind of by it. And I didn't pop the curb a tiny bit, but ended up, like, you know, scraping against the side of the ambulance to which they had somebody inside that they were trying to revive that I guess was like passed out in the bathroom of the bar. And that's why the ambulance was there in the first place. So here I am like outside, like having been pulling me out of the car, you know, doing a field sobriety test, which I was clearly failed. And everyone from the bar is like, oh my gosh, guys, Tasha's out here. And like the entire bar comes outside to watch me field sobriety test and fail. Good. Yeah.
6: Good. Well, I'm glad that that happened to you.
8: Oh well, yeah, uh, definitely I, learned my I, lesson I, about drinking I, and driving.
6: I hope I hope you choose not to uh, do that again. You know.
8: Yeah, definitely not. Not in the car. Do Don't I mean, even I'm really drink, drink anymore. This
6: time. Can you drink and bike? Is that a thing?
8: No, you know, you can actually get a public intoxic. At least where I'm from in Oklahoma.
6: So. Tasha, I think I think you might you might benefit from doing some research into the teachings of Jesus Christ.
8: Oh, I I grew up Mormon, so do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior?
6: I'll talk to you soon, Tasha. Thanks so much for
8: coming. Have <laughs> a good one, Greg.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
6: Jackson, Missouri! Hello? Hello? Hey!
8: Hey! What's... what's up? I... I...
3: I can't hear you. You... you can't hear me? Wait, now I can. Hey, I'm here.
6: No, I just wasn't saying anything.
3: Oh. Damn, you got me good. wow well, I wasn't... I, I, was, I, I don't
6: think I got you.
3: No, I, I think you got me.
6: I wasn't trying to get you. What do you? What do you? What? What people always say that they're like, "Oh, we got, we got him." That's like a big thing. Like, got him. Why? What? What does that even mean?
3: I don't know. I don't really understand that either. I just kind of said it because it just felt right to say.
6: Why is hostility, Jackson? Can you answer the question? Yeah. Why is hostility mm-hmm. and conflict so deeply ingrained in um, in our culture? Why I mean I mean why why does it always have to be oh I got you, you know? Why why can't we just yeah. live in peace with one another? Why why is everyone no, think, always trying to get each other assuming that everyone's out to get them, you know? Why do we yeah. live in a world like this, Jackson? I think
3: that I don't know. I feel like it's got something to do with just like uh just like natural tendencies, you know? Like monkey days. Like you have more bananas than me and I want your bananas, so I'm going to take them. Mm-hmm.
6: Right, right. It comes from very animalistic, yeah, non-human tendencies like uh, fear, mm-hmm. greed, anxiety.
3: No, I, I, yeah, I feel, I feel that. Animals
6: get jealous of each other. Is that true? Like, do monkeys? If 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 two monkeys have bananas and one monkey has more bananas than the other do the monkeys get Mm -hmm. jealous I think they do
3: I think they do if I was a monkey I would be jealous of other people's bananas but maybe I just say that because I'm a human and I know what jealousy is
6: right right I almost feel like monkeys are too like the animals they're very in the moment creatures mm-hmm. unlike humans. Humans tend that we we overanalyze everything. We worry if we said Yo, the wrong thing to the I'm wrong bad. person 10 years ago. The monkey, yeah. I don't know if it's doing that. I think it's just eating the banana. I think that's all it's I think the at the moment it's engaged in is the only thing that exists for it during Mm -hmm. the duration of that moment it's not eating a monkey thinking about what it's not it's not eating a banana thinking about what it has to do for the rest of the day like you know when you're at lunch and you're at your house and you're like what else do i have to do today and you're eating a sandwich i don't think the monkey does that i think the monkey just eats the thing and shits it out
3: yeah i mean i i I definitely agree i think monkeys just kind of live in the moment you know that's weirdly that like weirdly ties into what I wanted to talk to you about real quick
6: please please I'm so happy to hear you have something you want to talk to me about
3: yeah um you know so I uh I'm a guy you know I'm 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 living my life but I've I've realized over the past few years Mm -hmm. more and more in the past like in the past year yeah I two things I care way too much about what other people think about me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. And, like, it comes and goes, you know. Some days I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go out and I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to wear whatever. It doesn't matter because I don't give a fuck. And then other days it's like, damn, like, I really like this shirt. But, you know, what if other people don't like this shirt? I can't, I can't wear it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of annoying, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just it gets old. And then it's the same thing where it's like that leads into me overthinking things. Um, you know, it's like, oh, maybe people will like this shirt. But, you know, what if someone comes up to me and is like, hey, man, your shirt fucking sucks. Then I'm like, then I'm upset and I don't want to be upset. So why would I wear this shirt? You know, you know, that's a very stupid example. But some along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to cause like. You can tell people every day to just like gain confidence and just be like, hey, man, you know, just be confident. It's like, oh, yes, I am just magically more confident now, but you know it's 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 a, it's a hard situation to, to like face. I feel like. What do you How think? How old are you? Uh, I'm 19. 19? So, yeah. Well, I just I uh, just got out of my first know, uh, do- year of college.
6: I think. Uh. Well, first of all, I, I do think. Um. And I'm. not I'm not. The, you know, I'm really not that much older than you, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I do think that as I as I get older, um, I find it easier to uh, I, I find that that skill gets easier. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, it's I... funny you say that. It's funny you say that. You can't just magically become confident i mean it's it's i thought i was thinking while you were saying that i was like that's like telling someone to just you know if someone's like out of shape physically it's like telling them just go be fit it's like you can't do that you gotta you gotta put in the reps you gotta lift the weights one by one it's a gradual process you don't just wake up confident you know Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i've started to like I in my own personal journey towards caring less what other people think of me and i, I, I yeah. by no means am any sort of master or even like good at it but it's something I I, I think about constantly um, that's I mean that's kind of just the thing is I think about it constantly it, it always is a is a big prevalent goal of mine to not care what other people uh, think right. of me and I, I try to do little things uh, where I can to um assert myself over you know uh, uh uh regardless of the opinions of others um for example like what? i was yeah. uh, uh i wanted to do a geck walk thing um mm-hmm. in public at um fucking at this like little park um yeah. I was going to I was going to do it but the fucking technology didn't work. But um I was nervous to do it cuz I was nervous about like attracting attention as a gecko.
3: Right. I mean um, you will. Yeah.
6: Th- yeah, cuz it's inevitable. But then once I once I started to once I got out there and I just like jumped in the pool, I almost started mm-hmm. to like get very excited by the f- fact that I was doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like
3: you're a- you're a gecko in a pool and you don't you don't care. Like right. People you can look you, at you
6: Right. The the if the more you can really lean into that and get something good from these reps, it's like it's like when you pick up a weight and you lift it, you don't immediately mm-hmm. get what, what keeps you picking up the weights is you get those like endorphins, right? When yeah. you're exercising and then that's what keeps you to wanna keep working out and eating right. You get the endorphins right. so you know, I I would chase those little things that you can do. Um, to speak your mind or do whatever the thing is, and you and when you do those little things, I do think you'll get a, a, a sense of adrenaline at um the fact that you're doing your own thing, um, and that that'll help carry you. I I, I think. What's let I me mean, give me yeah. an example. Let's do something before before we go. I mean, what's something? Mm-hmm. Can I get like a, a concrete example of something you could do to kind of. Get yourself out of out of your comfort zone in that sense. Is there anything you've been wanting to do but you're like, nah, I'm not going to do that because I'm afraid of people making fun of me.
3: Um, honestly, yeah. I mean, there's a few that come to mind. I think the one that I think about the most because it's something that I just regretted not doing my freshman year of college. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I go to parties, you know, so I'm a fairly popular guy. So sure. but one of my issues is. Whenever I go to parties, like I, yeah, I go with my friends. I don't. I'm not like the the one guy that just shows up and doesn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. But I find that going to parties with like people that you know really well sort of restricts me in a way where like, hundred percent. I like only really talk to them. Like we'll just like, like it's not like we're just like standing in a corner like awkwardly by ourselves. Like we'll still talk to new people, but it's I see like some of my friends that can just walk up to like, like let's say a group of like five girls and it's like two guys and they just walk up and they're like and then they start talking to them and like that's just not something that i've found like i've been able to do you know like i see that i'm like damn i really wish i could do that but then mm-hmm. i just i think about it and i'm like well what if it doesn't go well and thinking about it now it's like wh- like why does it matter if it doesn't go well There's, i'll just move on just go talk to new other new people but then i like i take those like bad experiences and then i kind of just like I think about them like all the time, and I think like, oh, what could I've done better? Which is a good thing, until like I just overthink it, and I'm like, well, there's nothing I could have done better. That's just how any anything like that is gonna go. So I might as well just not even try. Mm-hmm. And I found that's probably one thing that I could, uh, you know, attempt a bit more.
6: Yeah, yeah. I um. By the way, I, I think that going to social events alone. Uh, terrifying, mm-hmm. of course, but a, a, a great, I mean, if, if you can do that and then Yeah if you can, if you can do that and maneuver your way into a group of people and, and manage to have a good night, you'll feel amazing afterwards. You'll You'll feel oh, so 100%. like, you know, hell yeah, I was able to do that and need my other friends. I was able to just find the fun on my own. Um, right. I I, I tell you, it's super. It's 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 a super rewarding feeling to be able to do that. Um, hmm. I think you should yeah, try I mean, it, man. You I know, think, just Jump into the pool.
3: I think I need to just become a gecko in a pool and just not not care.
6: When's when's the next when's the next big party?
3: Uh, actually, on Friday, which is which is weird because like I'm fr- I'm home from college, so like. And I, my college is like four hours away from me, so I wasn't really expecting on like, going down there to go to any parties. But one of my friends um, is hosting a party at uh, his aunt's house on Friday, and it's like an hour and a half away. And I was like, well, might as well go. So I guess that's that, is, is be the first time I'll be able there? to. Is going to be there?
6: Like with all of her friends and shit? No.
3: She's in Hawaii. Huh. I don't know if she knows that this is
6: happening. We'll go. But, Have fun. Yeah. Go. Go buy your. I mean, I'm go. Going. Go. Uh, you know, I, I assume if it's your friend at home who lives half an hour away, I don't know if there's other people you would go with anyway. But um, that sounds like a right. great opportunity to try this out, man.
3: Yeah, I think I will just talk to random people because why not? You know, what's the worst that could happen? Why not?
6: You, uh, you got to think about how fucking big the universe is. You know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like.
3: Right. We're all gonna really die. Man.
6: And by the way, and by the way, and by the Mm -hmm. way, other – I've had this sometimes. Sometimes I'm the guy that I've been like at a bar at a thing where like I'm the guy that like a person goes out of their way to like talk to like their first guy. And I always make 100% sure that I want to make sure if someone does that to me, I'm rewarding them. By yeah. reciprocating the energy. And and it's almost a weeding thing because everyone that you go out and try to talk to, if you go out and try to talk to a stranger and they're reciprocal in your energy, that's a person worth talking to. And if they're yeah, not, then maybe they're not a person worth talking to. In which case, who cares? They're not worth talking to, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. It's like it's like if you're not willing to put in the same amount of energy as I am, especially if like I'm initiating the conversation, like why would mm-hmm. I even why would I even bother?
6: Well, listen, Jackson, man, I wish you good luck.
3: Thanks. You know, I'll try and uh, call in again soon and uh, give you an update, hopefully. Hit me, dude.
6: Hit me, man. I got you. Good luck. Go make a ton of friends. Go talk to a dog. I'll see you soon, Jackson.
3: Thanks, Lyle. I appreciate it. Have Have a nice night.
6: Hey, folks, this is Lyle here with a very quick message, just letting you know that this podcast does not have any advertising in it as of this very moment. But if you would like to support, and make it easier for me to do more Therapy Gecko in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. And for only $5, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive Gek content. You also get access to the exclusive Geck Legends Discord. patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. All right, back to the calls. Call from... Peanut butter. Peanut butter?
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my God.
1: Yo, hello. Hi. I'm eating chicken tendies, my dude. Tyson style.
6: You're eating chicken tendies.
1: (sighs) Yes, sir. You got me onto
6: them, actually. Really? I feel. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Please don't blame me for all the health issues that you're gonna face. <laughs> no, it's uh, okay, dude. On. It's the best. I used
1: to have the dinosaur nuggets.
6: Yeah. But these hit different. Dude, I feel like I used to. I, I, I feel like I had to start eating real food. Like what? I don't know. What a normal. I'm not like a normal guy. I. Am I. I, I what, what are like a normal? You know, like a. Like a normal. human man with, like, who's, like, mm-hmm. walking around and goes to work and is has, like, you know, a dog. What does he eat? Uh, Salmon? Chicken. chicken? Salmon, yeah. What meat. does a normal human person eat?
1: Bro, first thing I went to was meats. Yeah, you have to have the meats go to Arby's. Arby's sounds like a manly place to eat. No, people I don't eat. I, I feel
6: like normal people don't eat. I'm talking about like, like like my dad doesn't eat Arby's, you know. He's like, he'll like eat fish.
1: Okay, you know? yeah. Like my adult. dad doesn't what go to Arby's to eat, eat fish too. Uh I don't know, dude. My dad's from Pakistan. He likes that oily shit like that. They they like they like their soul food. soul like, food. So what's where it's worth that whole what,
6: what is Pakistani soul food like?
1: Um biryani is the main dish my guy. That's like a little bit of everything in there and I fucking hate it because there's these little peppercorns in there, little black balls of destruction. You bite into one of those it ruins the whole dish. Can't even drink water. Um it just like makes your mouth Super spicy.
6: That
1: sounds like, good. Then again, that's the whole thing. Like the mm-hmm. whole, yeah, I love spicy, but this is a different thing, dude. Peppercorn mm-hmm. spicy is nothing to fuck with. That mm-hmm. thing just invades your mouth. No bueno. Mm-hmm. What other food? Let's see. Um, my dad really likes this combo: rice, then uh, uh, it's called dal, which is like lentils, rice and, and dal. Quina. And kima. Kima is ground beef. It's really nice. Put that mm-hmm. all together in one dish. It's the best. I think that's have what I
6: Have you ever been to that's Pakistan?
1: Bro, I want to go. They all went without me last year. Like, six months. I was by myself. That's they like. went without you? <laughs> yeah, uh, Wait, for so a, a wedding. No, 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 no. This was, they left me for six months.
6: It's like two years ago. Wait they oh they wait two years ago they went to Pakistan for six months yeah. without you
1: yeah 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 without me
6: why yeah. did they, why did they go why did they go without you
1: um my sister uh, had a suitor so they went to go check him out and stuff for six months yeah dude I'm exaggerating it's four months now that oh. I think about it by the way it's fucking fantastic to talk to you this is cool
7: <laughs> oh
6: yeah dude it's nice to talk to you too man
1: yeah amazing.
6: I, um, I've always wanted to visit like the Middle East mm-hmm.
1: like, I, I ran, went to Saudi Arabia but... actually yeah, Saudi yeah I Arabia went there sounds for... like
6: nice
1: to visit I went there for pilgrimage uh, not like the official one the official one's called Hajj but I did Umrah which is umrah you could do any time any time of the year and if you're talking about blessings wise I get like half the blessings for doing umrah
6: so it's still pretty good.
1: Uh, That's pretty good, but it's not as good as the real deal.
6: So yeah, what's the real? What's the real blessing?
1: Well, I got the blessing where supp- supposedly if you do all the things, because pilgrimage is you basically replicating some biblical shit that happened, right? In two yeah. five days, like there's d- different events that you do each day. So I did that. At the end of it, you go to the big black box, which is the Kaaba, which is. The masjid that was built by abraham and so uh i did that and then after you're done with everything you have the option to shave your head and i had like hair down to my shoulders and i wasn't gonna cut it but then some chef like last minute while i was about to finish my stuff he like tapped me on the shoulder that like, you're gonna cut that and i had to at that point so i just shaved my head And so, anyways, the point is, after you finish all of that, supposedly you're born with a new heart or your heart is clean. Uh, So, you
6: were were symbolically born with a new heart. Yeah, it felt weird coming back. Like, I cried the second day.
7: You cried the second day? It
1: felt weird. Yeah, like just the realization. (laughs) Because, like, I put on a a little, like, Quran while I was driving home, and then it just felt like the real deal. (laughs) And I don't know, it kind of took me back to, uh, Back into Saudi Arabia because, like, I was at the, I, I was at the place, you know, like I even touched the carpet and everything. It was a very, very cool experience because, you know, you, you go there and you just pour everything that you want in this world and hope that hope for the best. And it was really cool to put that energy up there.
6: You pour everything you want for this world. When you say you said pour, did I get that word right? Yeah. Into into the this this process.
1: Yeah, into the process. Because well, before you go, even there's a bunch of stuff that you're supposed to do, like make amends with people that uh, you had problems with or anything. Just so you're going in there with clear intentions. I think that's mm. what most of my by Islam, by the way, guys. I'm Muslim, so most of the religion is about your intention.
6: Mm. Mm. What do you What do you feel like? you were putting in when you say you were pouring yourself into the experience?
1: Uh, well, you know, I was 20 at the time, so I felt kind of lost. I, I had like my first quarter life crisis at that point. And it, it was really weird. The fact that I even got to go cause I was at a banquet dinner for, uh, something. And I got, uh, I, I, I bought a raffle ticket for the end and they raffled off a free trip to go make umrah and oh, i sick. won that so that's how i ended up going in the first place you know so i was like just a super depressed person like just
2: look around and i was like
1: why does everyone always have to say how are you why is it the first question people ask i freaking hate that question mm, and they don't even care mm, and then yes, next thing you know i'm man, over there and i'm all those questions that uh i had that, those frustrations actually is what i poured into it you
6: know mm. So you sort of poured in all of your pessimism about the world.
1: Yeah, because I was hoping for hear a brighter day. A
6: little bit more about the the way that you were pessimistic. Like, what do you mean by um, why does everyone um, say how are you? Like, just everyone going about their day. So, well,
1: honestly, what happened to I mean, me was I, was was I lost someone. Yeah. Okay. So I lost someone close to me, my heart, mm-hmm. and I, that's never happened to me. So then I went back to uh, college and, you know, had to do everything normal and I didn't feel normal and I'm not the type of person to reflect on my emotions, you know, at that point in my life, you know, I think I'm better at it now, I write down things, but at that point, you know, just ignore and move on and next thing you know, I have like sweaty palms while I'm typing on my computer and there's all these signs that my body's physically not okay. But I just kind of ignored those things for a while. And you're asking why I was pessimistic about other people asking me, "Are you okay?" and everything. It's because I couldn't be honest, you know. And people don't want you to be honest in that situation mm-hmm. sometimes. So it, uh, every single time, it was like a reminder, like you know, I'm not okay. So how so, did you feel after yeah, at that point?
6: The situation, the 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 um, ceremony
1: after the ceremony. Um, Process. well, after everything came back, uh, you know, like, it was, it, even driving down the street was like a new experience, you know, like it was a bright day, nice colors to look at. So you kind of, sounds just, like
6: it put you more yeah, in the
1: moment. Hurt. Yes. 100%. You're right about that.
6: Yeah. That's cool. It's always good, um, to have experiences that, uh, bring you back to what matters, which is really looking at the things that you're seeing and breathing and hearing. Because you always have those things, I feel like. Unless if you're dead. You always have kind of your own senses and, uh, your own experience of life, even if you don't always have all the people in your life or all the things in your life. You always have, uh, life itself. I guess.
7: Yeah.
1: You know, what's weird is, you know, talking about my aunt, um, I only think about her from time to time. And that makes me sad, you know, because you Mm -hmm. wish that you could think about uh, people you lost more often. But, you know, Mm -hmm. they only come to your mind once in a while, especially when you're moving on and doing Mm -hmm. other stuff. And I cried uh, because I had a stressful day the other day. and. Um, I wrote down a letter to her, you know. It was just any thought that I thought it sounded like a good sentence went down on the paper, and then I just put it away, and I felt a ton, a lot better. Like shit, done better. It was it? It was like pretty that. good.
6: I like that. What do you? You know, look, you don't have to share anything you're not comfortable sharing. But what what sorts of things did you talk about in the letter?
1: Uh, I can pull it out. It. Yeah. Okay, I don't mind. This is the first page in this letter or in this journal that I've been looking at for like two years. And then on Tuesday, June 15th, which was two days ago, I wrote in it for the first time. Uh, dear auntie, I miss you. Today wasn't a great day. I hate that I need to wait to die to see you again. Uh... It's cruel and it hurts to think about it. I rarely cry about anything besides you. It's been almost three years. The worst part about my birthday is that one week after, I always think about it. You passed away seven days after the day I was born. It hurts. Today is one of those rare days that I cry about you. I'm upset because I lack control of chaos around me. I think it's the same way I felt that day. I said goodbye to you the day you passed away. And I remember being angry that you let me do that. It's a stupid thing to feel, I know. And I never want to forget your face, your voice, your hair, your sunglasses. Um, I miss you very much. I miss you so much. Thank you for loving me when I was ignorant and had no feelings. I most definitely did not appreciate you enough. And I'm sorry I never showed you how much you mean to me. I wish I could cry about you all the time so you're always on my mind. You're the first person I wanna see when I get to heaven. Signed, your favorite nephew. Cause I'm her only nephew. So mm-hmm. kinda makes sense, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
6: You, you, that was the page. That- Thank you for sharing that with us. You mentioned uh, you feel you feel more in control of the chaos around you now?
1: Mm, no, because that day that I wrote that down was a bad day. And specifically because I didn't have control of everything around me. I was working at my dad's liquor store. Mm. And I should have read the situation, right? The dude came in with a purple backwoods backpack. I was like, and a hoodie on. And he took like a bottle of wine and a beer and i even said hello to him made that eye in contact support it you know and uh dude was walking down the aisle all awkward and then <laughs> did like a little shuffle and then smiled at me and ran out the door so I have a Plexiglass in front of me. So I did like a dolphin dive through the counter to get to the other side, grab my phone and then got the flash on and went after him. Cause I said, you know what? Screw it. Today is the day where I'm going to go after one of them today. And it's usually a dangerous thing cause you never want anything or right. show any aggression cause then they know Agreed. where you are. So I, I said, you know this. what? At least I could give them a run for their money. So I was running after them, yelling at them, and I did track in high school, so these guys were kind of slow. And so I told them that, and then I told them, run, run, run. And the reverse psychology kicked in, and they started uh, uh, turning around, and I was like, perfect, take your mask down, let me see your face, let me get a better picture of you. And uh, then they started running some more, but then I ran back to the store because, you know, there could be more people because I'm not in attendance, so... Uh, went back after I had that little fun thing happen and
6: I don't know I got really upset about that afterwards you know dude um, Just I guess one thing I kind of wanted to tell you was that uh, you know when you're trying to get control of the chaos
7: mm-hmm.
6: uh, I think it's I- I'm happy to hear that you have the drive to do so but if you're going to do so try to do it for things that are like truly important to you you know because like a couple people, like, stealing from your store, you know, in the long run, you 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 were right, you'd probably be better off not going after them in terms of your own safety, you know. You're right. I think it's a power move to let people win the small battles, but really try to figure out what, what is genuinely important to me that I, I need to exercise control on, you know, because I feel like if you're going too hard on uh i just need to i just need to stand up for myself for for anything i need to take control of any situation then you might bring yourself into some danger you know so if if you're gonna go after that just make sure that uh you're exercising control in areas that you really care about not just for the sake of doing it if that you know my
1: sister gave me the same exact advice but since uh the gag told me it i'm to uh, adhere to it a little bit
6: more carefully for sure beautiful man dude what did you say her you name was
1: um peanut butter in the call i had a question I, you said that you were coming to la uh for gag uh, for gag across america is that correct
6: yeah, I don't know if I'm doing—I I, I don't know yet if I'm doing, like, a live show. I might not. I might. I have no idea yeah, yet. But um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm coming for—I think I might be doing, like, a street meet, though. And oh, that I, actually, I, I think, might be open to people. All right. For so sure. stay tuned. Um, but that might be a thing. If, if I put in an application for GeckoCross in America,
1: you think there would be a possibility?
6: For L.A., it might be tough, but, but put, put something in if, if, if I can make some time. Impossible. I'll put it in. I'll do it. I'll okay, do it. Rock and roll. It. Awesome, man. Right. Thank you so much, Peanut Butter, dude. I appreciate you sharing yeah. with us. You're Thank you, Lyle. I've night. been trying
1: to reach you since December. This is a good day. Thank you so much.
6: Hell yeah, man. You take care.
1: All right, you too. Bye.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
6: Hey, dude.
11: Whoa. (laughs) Hey, man.
6: What's going on, man? How you doing? Um, just got off of work. Just got off of work? Where do you work? I work at a pharmacy. You work at a pharmacy? Yeah. What do you do at the pharmacy? I just bag stuff up. You bag stuff up, huh? Yeah. Like pills.
11: Yeah, pills. But that's what I was calling in, because um, I also do freelance pharmaceuticals, if you know what I
6: mean. What? I uh, oh, I don't know what you mean. I was actually just about to ask you what you mean. <laughs> like, uh, drug dealing. Oh, so you're gonna get your fucking license and all that shit removed, right?
11: No, I just... I don't have a license. I'm just a little bitch of the pharmacy. I just staple what do you bags mean you don't all have day. A
6: license? You need a license to be a pharmacist. Are you, are you just a drug dealer and that's it? Uh, no, I, like, I
11: bag stuff up there that's already packaged, but then on my free time, my side hustle is a little, little drug dealing here and there.
6: But don't you need... To, to do the pharmacy, don't you need to have be like a licensed pharmacist or some shit?
11: Yeah, that's like for the people above me. I'm like right below them, so I just do like the dirty work. I don't really touch so you the pills though. the thing.
6: I thought you needed the. I thought you needed the the degree to get the the, the bag of shit. To.
11: Nah, they tried to get me to do that, but you have to sign a two year contract, and I don't want to really be stuck there for two years.
6: What do you mean they tried to get you to do that?
11: Yeah, they they try to recruit me to be a farm tech, is what it's called. Aren't you like? I, what
6: are what are you? What's the name of your thing?
11: A manifester i don't, i package the
6: bags and give them the drivers is that the real title of your job or do you make that up?
11: uh there's no official title, but I would say that's like my real my real there,
6: title there is a, an official title but
11: it's funny because no one there knows that I also you know deal on the just deal to some of my some people at my college and stuff mmm but don't I want to get need, out of don't it, man. They need
6: to like, don't they need to, like, get, have a degree to make sure that you don't, like, accidentally give some old ladies like, some ammo <laughs> or some shit?
11: No, like, I, when I applied there, the lady took me into a closet, and we sat on the floor, and she was like, you want this job? And I was like, yeah. So I just, and I just started working there that day.
6: Dude, what are the Yelp reviews like on this pharmacy? Um, I don't, it's, a, it's like a
11: hospice pharmacy. Oh man. Yeah, but I'm like a I'm a secret I'm a double agent.
6: So what kind of what what are you just selling weed?
11: Um, weed, shrooms, acid, whatever people need really. Mm. It sucks. I feel like I've warped my perception of money a little bit. Because I like, could yeah, make, like, my so whole paycheck. Yeah, I could make, like, my whole paycheck in a day.
6: Why do you still work um, at the pharmacy if you found a, a more lucrative um, business?
11: Um, I'm scared of the IRS. You're scared
6: of the IRS. I'm scared of getting in trouble. You know? You know what? That is a very legitimate fear to have. That is a very yeah. legitimate fear to have.
11: And I'd really like to get out of it, man. Because people only know me as that now. And I'm not really a big fan of that. I want people to know me as me, you know? Mm-hmm. See, this not is, as, this as is a dealer. My DR. problem with
6: drugs, you know, is that they um, they take credit for your personality. You know, you want to be all you.
11: Yeah. But people so, only know you as a gecko now, you know? But maybe that's what you so, like.
6: The, I mean, uh, sure, people only know me as a gecko, but all it takes is me doing non-gecko things enough that people will leave me alone about it. Yeah. But for now, I like being a gecko.
11: Yeah, I only know you as a gecko and that's that's perfectly fine with me. Do you know my name?
6: Lionel. Close enough! What would you do? Okay, so what do you want to do? Alright, so you're gonna uh, exit the illegal trades and go into something more legitimate. What would you like to do?
11: Um uh I'm doing studying in entrepreneurship at my university
6: okay
11: um I really like to own a business and be my own boss. I feel like drug dealing has taught me a little bit about business. I know that sounds super
6: no, privileged or like weird entre- just to no, say, it's, but it's, 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 it's the just a different form of entrepreneurship
11: yeah, I like uh business a lot, but I don't want to get stuck in some cubicle you know
6: well what would your what would your business be?
11: Um definitely like fashion. I've got like I do like I make like clothes and stuff. Mm. Um and I don't know, that would be really cool. That'd be like a dream job.
6: You yeah, know what I'm gonna tell you, dude, is um you gotta make TikToks. You think so? A hundred percent. Nine hundred thousand percent. Yes, you I make
11: tried, TikToks. I tried to tap into that market, but it's, like, specific. You know, I got to get it down. Like, it's very, you know, stuff catches there really quick, but also it can die super
6: fast. You know how you've solved that? In my opinion. Huh. In my opinion. Is, um... All right, this is going to sound really cheesy, but I- I'm learning more and more that it's true. Um, even though it's cheesy. Is, gen? I genuinely mean, you... Only you can do you. Right? So you just yeah. have to do yourself in your own fashion eye. Right? So like you you can't really like I mean I mean, I do think you should have a consideration of like what works as a thing that might catch people's attention as they're scrolling. Um, yeah. and hold it for thirty seconds and the way that TikTok has this sort of like beginning, middle, end structure that you should think about. Should think, so think about it in terms of how can I fit the mold of something that will gather a human being's attention. But other than that, try to do your own thing first and foremost. Then, you know, copy yeah. what other people are doing. on Because I'm sure fashion TikTok is, like, crazy. Yeah, it's, uh,
11: I've been really trying to get into it. There's so many fast fashion things on TikTok. Like, a lot of kids who live in the same area as I do, like, didn't go to college and are doing fashion, and they're blowing up on TikTok. But mm. it's, like, they're, you know, they're, like, taking the Nike logo and embroidering it on, like, some T-shirt. I don't know how they haven't gotten a cease and desist yet, but well, they're blowing you, up it, on TikTok. Do do? Um, I do, like, screen print, like, digital print. I make my designs. I go to, like, thrift stores and, like, go through books and find, like, cool, you know, diagrams and shit.
6: Mm. You got to find a way like to I, I got do
11: yeah, I got this one of like a human dissection. It's like the diagram of a face and where to make the cuts. And I think that would look cool, like screen printed on a shirt or something.
6: Mm. Yeah, dude, I think it's just about like telling your own story. If it's not, if yeah. not like the. Because at the end of the day, I, I do feel like if you can combine like you as a person and your own story with the th- the thing that you're selling, then that's a winning strategy. Because, you know, if you're just selling the thing, um, you know, there's a million things. But and again, getting cheesy here. But, you know, if you add your own personality into it, it's of like course. other people can't copy you. Yeah. Yeah, I just got, I don't know, I'm so caught up in releasing stuff,
11: like, it has to be perfect, and I'm scared that people aren't gonna like it, but I just have to do it for me, you know, post what I Absolutely. like, and the people will follow.
6: Yeah, dude, just keep posting shit, keep posting shit. The way that TikTok works is, I, I genuinely believe if you keep hammering in at it, mm-hmm. you understand it, eventually something will happen.
11: Yeah. I know. I totally agree. I gotta, like, tap into that market. Mm-hmm. I really
6: do. Hmm. Um, well, look. I, I I wish you the best of luck. I hope that you make the switch.
7: Thank um, you. Man. I sounds appreciate
6: like you that. have a, a good amount of starting capital to to work with. So um, <laughs> yeah, good for you on that
11: undocumented starting capital.
6: I won't tell anyone. I don't know if anyone from the IRS is here, but um, yeah. Th- good luck. Thank don't you. Get, I appreciate uh, it. Shot in the face.
11: Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day.
6: You too, man. You take care. Bye. Call from Mr. J. Mr. Who? Mr. J. Have we spoken before, Mr. J?
2: No, we have not, sir. It's my first time being on your channel. Thank you. Oh, man.
6: Oh, thanks for ha- Thanks for being here. How did you find us?
2: Uh, Twitch. I'm a fellow streamer, and I one of my friends suggested your uh, channel, so I thought I'd check it out
6: amazing you're a fellow streamer how's your stream going
2: pretty good slowly growing
6: a couple hundred followers but you know getting there so I love you already we're raiding you what's your thing what's your thing oh
2: I, I'm already done for the night um it's mr it's mr underscore jay underscore tarot it's Mister J's tarot I do tarot streaming
6: he's tarot streaming I love yes, it sir. um alright I gotta Maz can we make a I wanna raid this guy I love him. He seems nice.
2: Yeah. Um, um, thank you. By the way, gotta I gotta to say, I I love your dynamic. I love the the, the show. I love the therapy gecko portion. I love your website. You. I just I love the character. It's amazing.
6: Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I no appreciate problem. That very much. Um, I'm doing the best I can here. Well, um, you're
2: amazing. Don't don't ever stop. You. It's just you are just. Amazing, sir.
6: Thank you. Mods, write this guy's name down. We're we we're, we're gonna raid him next time he's live.
2: Yeah, it's you, Mr. You, underscore J's it's so Mr. Underscore, underscore Jay's Tarot. It's Mr. Underscore Yeah, Yes. There's a picture of a cat. as my profile picture.
6: Are you a cat or are you a person?
2: I'm a person, but I love my cat. My my wife and I decided to make an interesting character for the picture, so we used our cat. Does your wife stream with you as well? No, she does not. She just uh, helps me take care of my lovely 3-year-old baby girl.
6: Mm. How did you and your wife meet each other? Uh, MySpace actually. You met on MySpace. Yeah, I know, right? I don't even know what that means. Like, how do people connect with each other on MySpace? Do they like direct message? Do they write on their walls? Like how like, I don't even know what MySpace is anymore.
2: Well, okay. So, I was on MySpace uh, looking for somebody who was uh, basically knew a lot about tarot cards. I started to get into them. Found her profile and you know messaged her. We messaged each other back and forth. Found out we actually lived uh, one county away from each other. I was living in LA County. She was in George County. We met up and uh, basically yeah, uh, back in the year I believe it was had to be 2000 and. God, that's a long time ago. It's like it was 2002,
6: 2003. Mm. So you guys have been married, you guys shit, you guys have been together for fucking like what? 18 years, 14 years? My man, I don't feel like doing math right now, but something like that. That's
2: okay. We just celebrated our uh, 10th wedding anniversary last year in October.
6: Wow. What's the secret? Why do you what do you like about her that much?
2: She Makes me laugh. She she brings out a part of me. She she allows me to be childish when I need to be childish and have fun. She helps me embrace my inner child a lot. She helps me. She allows me to be my silly self.
6: Mm. What do you What do you think she likes about you?
2: Uh, she, my humor. I make her laugh, and uh, I keep her entertained with telling long stories that have absolutely no point.
6: Mm. Do you feel like the chat? Do you feel like when you stream, like you treat? Your audience, like you, like they're your wife, and you're trying to make them laugh so that they love you.
2: More along the lines, I do it to help people. I, I do it to basically, some people have questions and they they want a stranger to go to, and we can we connect, I connect with mm. them, and they become followers, sometimes subscribers, whatnot, and we we really we really grow from each other. All mm. the people I've met off Twitch, uh, you know, it's been new connections. I actually started mm. streaming because uh, unfortunately my mother passed away.
6: I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. How did that she get always started streaming.
2: My mother told me before she one of the things the conversation we had a long time ago was you know sometimes you got to find your audience. And I decided to stream as a form of therapy, and it really helped.
6: Interesting. Connected. You stream as a form of therapy.
2: Uh-huh. that's how it originally started. Yeah.
6: Mm. And what do you what do you find therapeutic about it?
2: Uh, the connecting with people, the the relationships, uh, the fact that I can confide in perfect strangers what I'm feeling, and I won't be judged, I won't have anyone think badly of me or anything like that. It's 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 that it's that it's that amenity of you know confiding in people.
6: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like you have people? I mean, you know, you have a whole family here. Do you feel like you have people in real life that you can confide to as well?
2: I do. I do. But at the time I was, you know, it was, I do have family and friends, but, you know, family and friends are always going to say nice things to you. And they always want to be, they always have your back. They're always there to care for you and take care of you and help you you your time of need. And at that time, I just, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be active and not just sitting at home playing video games. I wanted to be mm-hmm. active. I wanted to be around people because of the pandemic. I wasn't able to do so. So I thought, well, I'll okay, streaming going to try because a couple of friends suggested it. And that's what I started doing.
6: That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and, and how long have you been doing it for?
2: I started streaming um, beginning of April.
6: Beginning Only a few months. Do you do any? Um, do you do any TikTok or any other social media, or are you mainly just uh, I, doing I, Twitch? Uh,
2: well, mostly Twitch, but I do TikTok. But my TikTok's more like just me being silly, random moments that I just mm. uh, sometimes I laugh. I just want to be silly, and I just do do call it a silly random moment.
6: What? Tell me, just tell me something silly you've done.
2: Well, I meet a friend of mine. Uh, we created a Choose Your Adventure D&D series on TikTok.
6: I like that idea.
2: We had people commenting, making decisions for the character, and sometimes the character died, and sometimes he got his head bashed in mine, Ogre.
6: All all controlled by the audience.
2: That is true. But, you know, I I would post the video of what what the audience decided, and then I would post the video to that move the story forward next, a couple days later, kind of keep people on their seats. And it it was a good thing for a while. And then, um, then I started streaming. It's just I moved from TikTok to streaming. And uh, I've been talking to a lot of people, making a lot of friends, and it's just, it's been a lot of fun. And I'm getting a bunch of followers. Thank you guys. I appreciate the follows, by the way.
6: Hell yeah. well, You're going to get a lot more, because we're going to fucking raid you next time you're live, dude.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I you're interested, I stream at uh, 3.30 till 6pm, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Pacific Standard Time.
6: Ah, then, all right, then we're never going to get to raid you, because, um you're always on before when i am
2: unfortunately that, that that is but i actually did raid you tonight i was like oh, i'm gonna did. raid gecko yeah but there was so much going on chat it was hilarious oh okay thank you uh just a little pigeon for for, for putting my name in there i appreciate it that is my twitch name you guys. Hero, dude.
6: well dude listen uh thank you so much for for uh coming on our stream man i'm happy to hear that you found something that you very much enjoy
2: I am very happy to be here, and I want to say again, uh, I'm really glad to find you. I've been watching your show since Monday, uh, since last Friday. Cool. And today I decided to call in.
6: I'm happy I got to talk to you. I'm always happy to talk to talk to new people finding the stream.
2: Oh yeah, thank you, sir, and have have a great stream, sir.
6: You too. You have a good rest of the night. You too, sir. Bye. What what a nice what a nice dude. Call from. Original.
12: Hello. Oh, shoot! I actually got on. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Gek?
6: You know, uh, I'm all right. I'm a Gecko on the computer.
12: Hmm. Yeah, can I ask you a very important question? Sure. All right. <clears throat> uh, sh- sorry, I- I'm a little sick right now. But um no have you ever set your hair on fire?
6: Have I ever set my hair on fire? Yes. Do you mean, like, fully engulf my hair into flames or, like, burn the piece of my hair?
12: Uh, whatever. Has fire... Have you... Has fire ever come in contact with your hair?
6: Probably. Last, when you asked, has fire come in contact with my I'm sure my friend has, like, held a lighter up to my hair or some shit like that once.
12: Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, so... The reason why I asked that question is I'm trying to conduct a survey to see how often people set their hair on fire.
6: Interesting. You're trying to conduct a survey to see how often people set their hair on fire.
12: Yes. And I'm categorizing it between male, female, long hair and short hair, as well as on accident and on purpose.
6: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, All right. I'll bite. What... Uh, are you planning to do with the results of this?
12: Um, it's really more curiosity because um, I have set my hair on fire about three times. And, you know, it almost happened a fourth time. And then that, that's when it really got me thinking. How often does this happen to people? You know, like, is this common? Is this rare? You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I just unlucky, or am I lucky? You know,
6: because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I have a couple questions here. One, um, th- are you setting your hair on fire yourself?
12: No, accident. All uh, all the three times it happened, accident.
6: Okay, and then when you say you feel like you've gotten lucky, do you, once uh, that accident happens, do you, like, enjoy the sensation or something?
12: No, I mean, I I think of it as lucky, like... You know, like when people say it's good luck when a a bird
6: poops in your hair or something like that? I've actually never heard anyone say that.
12: Really? Well, I guess it's something my dad says. Well, my dad, you know, he he's told me a few times, you know, it's good luck when a, a bird poops in your hair. So that's why I thought, you know, setting
6: my hair on fire by accident is kind of like that, basically. What's your relationship with your dad
7: like?
12: Um... Interesting. Uh, it's not. Uh, I would. I can't really put it into words exactly how the relationship is. It's very back and forth between good and bad.
6: Hmm. Where do you feel like it is now?
12: Uh. Okay. I would say.
5: It's okay. Just okay.
12: Hmm. I don't know, a lot's happened with my dad, so that's why it's really hard to put my finger how I would actually say how the relationship is.
6: How many people have you surveyed for this?
12: Um, So far, I only started the survey uh, yesterday. And so far, I have... You see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people, and then plus you—that's eight. So I guess eight people.
6: Hmm. And uh, what's what are the results of the survey so far?
12: Um, so far it's actually tied right now. I've only found one guy and one female that both had set their hair on fire.
6: Mm, uh, On purpose.
12: Um, one was on, or both of them were actually on purpose. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, listen, I don't know what your motive is. I don't know if you're doing this for profit or curiosity, but either way, I hope that um, whatever is tickling your brain about the subject is ultimately scratched.
12: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm probably going to actually decide to, um, when I start feeling better, to actually ask people in public so I can start getting better results.
6: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that you might make a lot of friends doing that. I think so, too. Um, Well, good luck. I hope that you find the answers you're looking for.
12: Wait, before you end the call, do you mind if I give, like, a a really stupid message?
6: Do I mind if you give a really stupid message? Sure.
12: Well, okay, yeah, it comes from a TV show. People might be knowing what I'm talking about. I'm going to probably be embarrassed for saying this, but... You know, if there's one thing in life, Geck, never be the cuck. Always be the guy who fucks the wife, consensually, of course. But yeah, that is my message to the world. It was good talking I've, with I've you. I've never
6: Geck. heard of that before. Where is that from?
12: Oh, it's from a TV show called The Boys. Hmm.
6: Is that is that really is that the uh, way that you live your life?
12: Uh, I'm gonna start living my life my life that way <laughs> gotta be more confident more optimistic
6: well look in the you know there's an, there's lots of alternative viewpoints to this as well I almost think the one one might be able to say the cuck right um, the cuck actually might be the most confident person in the situation do you know why why because the cuck is so comfortable with who he is so comfortable in the security of his relationships mm-hmm. that um, he's willing to put them at risk because he knows he'll be fine no matter what because he's so secure in them. And that, to me, is is the true um, way to live your life, is to find security in your relationships, and uh, both with others and with yourself, that you're uh, comfortable with things that other people traditionally aren't.
12: That's a very interesting uh, perspective.
6: Rather than, you know, the guy fucking the cuck's wife is on this never-ending search for um, self-esteem that they're trying to gain by, you know, having sex with, with, you know, uh, as as many women as possible, which, you know, um, can be fun, but it's not as... um, Internally rewarding is having the, that security in your in your relationships and in yourself because that's something you can really Really count on That's a more sustainable way of living So, you know just think about that
12: uh, That's a very interesting Look at it personally. I didn't think too much about it mainly because I just thought it was funny it was one of the few things in life That actually made me
6: laugh Well, I'm happy to have ruined it for you.
12: (laughs) No, you didn't ruin it for me. I thought it was a very interesting perspective.
6: Well, thank you so much, man. You have a good rest of the night.
12: Yeah, you too, Keck. Thanks for the the talk. It was fun.
6: Call from Margie. Margie! Hello? Uh, How you doing, Margie? Have we ever spoken before?
10: I, no, I don't think so.
6: How'd you find uh, No, I this... actually,
10: I actually know we haven't. I don't know why I said I don't think How so. did you find
6: this, this, this place?
10: Oh, TikTok, dude.
6: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> this is this your first time on the stream?
10: It is. I'm actually surprised I got connected. Um,
6: well, I mean, what do you think so far? How's it, how's, how's your experience been?
10: Oh, it's been rad. I, I love it. I love hearing people's stories
6: awesome so and your advice you've been hearing people's stories and you've been hearing my advice all damn night but it's time it's time for us to hear your story marge tell us are you interesting
10: <laughs> oh god no i'm uh, actually uh i'm 24 and all my friends moved out of state so i'm just trying to like figure myself out now <laughs>
6: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're trying to figure yourself out what is there to figure out margie
10: Oh, I don't know, like, my self-identity. It's it's weird. It's like, I feel like I'm in a different chapter of my life, and,
7: mm-hmm.
10: yeah, I don't know. It's like, oh, I gotta be myself now without people around to, like, kind of put on a show.
6: Do you you feel like you're putting on a show consistently?
10: Oh, God, yeah, definitely.
6: Tell me about the show. Tell me, I want to I sort of figure out the <laughs> difference between, because I want to know the difference between the show and the reality. Oh, okay. Tell us Tell well, us first about the show.
10: Show would be like, I don't know, I just, I want to like, I don't know, I, I guess I want to try to impress people by being like, oh yeah, I've been working out and I've been doing a daily regimen with my skin and I don't know, kind of like making it seem like I'm living this wonderful carefree life and
7: mm-hmm.
10: in reality I have horrible social anxiety and I just like want to disassociate all day,
6: so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the show is showing people that you uh, are winning when really you feel like you're not.
10: Oh, yeah, definitely.
6: Why do you, why do you feel the need for other people to see that you are winning? <laughs> uh,
10: shit, <laughs> I've never been asked that. Um, I don't know, like mommy issues, maybe?
6: <laughs> really, you've never been asked that?
10: No, that well, Have I've never thought
6: about it talk. at least, like on your own.
10: I think I've tried, and then as soon as I get to that point where I'm like, oh, maybe it's this reason. I'm like, ooh, that's a lot to deal with. Let's just put on some TV.
6: <laughs> tell us, tell us this reason when you say, oh, that that reason's a lot to deal with. What's the reason? You say? Th- you say it's mommy issues?
10: Oh, probably yeah. Kind of like dealing with my past, my childhood trauma, if you will. <laughs>
6: sure sure yeah mm. um okay so you say that the show is is putting on that that like your whatever hashtag killing it your hashtag goals mm-hmm. what yeah what's the actual what's going on in reality
10: oh just like i'm from like the midwest and we're kind of a boring bunch of people and i think i just want to like try to be somebody i'm not sometimes and it's like it's okay to just be me
6: does that make sense well when you well i'm trying to understand because when you say you're from because you're you're talking about first you were talking about where you're from and the people around you and then you start talking about yourself so like yeah which is it like you know the people around you are boring and you want to separate yourself from them or you feel like you're boring and you want to make a new person
10: I feel like I'm boring and I want to make a new person I'd say that that's the one
6: That's great and, and I think that's, that's a, a great thing to want to do um,
10: Yeah, you think?
6: Of course Why do you I, feel like I don't it's know. not?
10: I feel like I get narcissistic when I think that way and I, I that's I don't know I feel bad about myself if I want to make myself more than I don't know It's weird
6: no, I get it. I get it. Like It's like, you know, who the fuck are you to, like... Yeah. Go do things.
10: Like
6: y- um, right. Yeah, I, gr- I agree. I I get you on that. I get you on that. I, I have a little bit of that myself, you know? Um, I mean, what's the alternative, though? Don't do anything and... You yeah. know? And- who cares? If, you know, the opposite... If... if I, I don't know. I'd rather you go live your life... And have a few people think that you're full of yourself than um, consistently bend to the whims of other people. You know, it's just such a fucking a, prison.
10: Yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely right. I, I it's weird because it's just it's nice to hear somebody kind of give that affirmation back
6: versus absolutely, people absolutely. telling me like,
10: nah, just stay the way you are.
6: Well, tell me. Well, I mean, the, who 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 is it that you want to? what is it that you want to change?
10: Um, I think I just want to feel more comfortable talking to people. Um, I kind of, I said earlier, I have social anxiety and I think I just want to get better at like, I don't know, like being okay to like ask people oddball questions and not feel weird about just asking them questions and, and having just fun conversations that really don't have a whole lot of meaning. And I don't know.
6: It's tough um, yeah. to assert your frame of, uh, of a conversation onto other people.
7: Not Definitely. Necessarily and asser- I still- not,
6: it's not an assertion. I, I said that wrong. It's not an assertion on of your frame of the conversation onto other people. It's just like if you want to ask a question or you want to take the <laughs> conversation a certain way, just fucking doing it and not caring about if the other people... It's like you're. It's like no, fuck you. You're weird for not <laughs> yeah. yes anding me. All right, I'm on the planet <laughs> Earth. I am. We're two people. It's a cosmic, uh, right. uh, amazing thing that we're uh, with each other right now. I'm trying we to connect with you here time. and be more of a. You know, fucking answer the thing. And if you don't want <laughs> to, then you're fucking weird. Not me. <laughs>
10: Yes, it's it's definitely that <laughs> that that's it.
6: <laughs> yes, you know, go for it. You know, I I I, I think I think, yeah, yeah. What, I, I what definitely else? Need anything to. like? Do you want to move? Do you have a, a career aspirations? Oh. Anything like that?
10: Oh yeah, God. Oh, that that's actually another thing is I have no idea what I want to do with my life, and I think it's it's like I'm accepting that it's okay that I don't have. Okay, I don't want to get, like, super deep, but I, I don't have yeah, this like aspiration a- to contribute to, like, I don't know, a culture that just, I don't, it's like you have to, I, I love doing art. I, I love making art. I love creating art. I love writing. And it's like I almost have to, like, beg people to even view it. And then I, it's like, do I really want to make money off of it if it's just something I love doing? And the, I don't know. I get stuck in this cycle, if you if you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i get stuck into a cycle of self-doubt and then i'm like no i can do this i'm like well people gotta pay me to do this i'm like well that's rude of me to ask them to just pay i don't know
6: <laughs> that's tough it's tough to make money Okay, how do you make money yeah. now what do you do do you, do you work
10: yeah it's part-time i work at an animal hospital that i'm probably gonna quit
6: <laughs> why, why are you gonna quit do you not like working there
10: uh, no, it's. I. It was my second day today, and it was just chaos. <laughs> you
6: know, what's funny is that um, uh, I we we talked to someone, the very second caller, who would probably love uh, working in a place where uh, animals are dying all the time.
10: Oh God!
6: I don't know if you were there for that.
10: I, I don't. I wasn't. I, I got off not too long ago, actually. So I hopped on as soon as I could, but I didn't hear that. <laughs>
6: Um, well, anyway, um, so what are you going to do after the animal hospital? Do you have any idea? Um,
10: no, not really. I don't know. I'm just kind of, like, vibing in the moment, (laughs) as weird as that sounds.
6: No, I think it sounds weird. I mean, would you ever do something fringe? Would you ever be like, I'm going to go on a workaway uh, to fucking a farm in uh, Hawaii or... Um, oh,
10: that'd be sick. No, I, I'm, I love to go work on a ranch. I love riding horses, so I, I would love to go work on, like, a ranch in, in Montana, if I'm being honest. That's, like, oh, my God, that's the dream, baby.
6: <laughs> Dude, no, it's, it's you know, I, I've, I've looked at work away and, like, for young women, like, there's a lot of people who, like, want, like, an au pair or something like that, if you'd be interested mm. in that. Just, like, anything that can fucking, like, get you somewhere new. Doing something yeah. new just because you know, YOLO. Let's go exactly. crazy. Yeah, you only live once. Yeah,
10: that's true.
6: Um, what's your name?
7: Ma- Wait, oh, don't tell, don't tell me. don't. Tell-
6: oh, me. <laughs> no, it's okay. I wasn't gonna. I was. I was gonna give up after trying to think of it that's for five okay. seconds and failing. Margie. I know it's an odd name. <laughs> no, no, no. See, Margie, you know, um. God, there's this, there's this concept I've been obsessed with lately called reading positive intent, which mm-hmm. is, uh. Just always assuming that, um, people are trying to be nice. Um, I feel like a lot of people do the opposite. Like, when I went, like, I was just kind of. I don't even know what True. I was doing. See, I'm weird. I'm weird, dude. You no, nah, you're just... And everyone's weird. You, know? you can't always <laughs> yeah. think that everyone's doing everything because they hate you.
10: That's uh, It's hard, dude. It's hard.
6: <laughs> uh, I wish I had a better... We've, 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 we've touched on this topic so many times, and it's a topic that I care about a lot. And I wish I yeah. had uh, like the golden playbook for it. Um, but goddamn, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you're trying at least to not care Thank what you. people think of you because um,
10: I appreciate that.
6: Other than that, it's a it's a prison.
10: It really is. It's, yeah, it's just like I don't know. I'm 24 now, and it's just weird. I didn't think I'd make it to this part of my life. If I'm being honest, so it's just like 24 is good. Oh, dude.
6: yeah. <laughs> Got to move forward. Check out that Workaway website. I, I will you know what I will do it do it I always tell' because if I were not doing this, that's probably what I would do if i like I would just go somewhere random yeah. because you know if you're young and uh just haven't been places go go be places go do things i
10: will awesome. you know i'm 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 gonna do that
6: thank you of course of course um I'm so glad you decided to to check out the the stream. And call yeah. in. Do you, do you remember what TikTok it was? Was it one of the fucking new things?
10: It, I think it was. I don't know. It's. I see you come on my for your page like all the time. Um, it like I don't know. It was probably a girl was talking about her experience in a restaurant and
7: yeah. Uh,
6: what
10: I just yeah, watched I it like that. earlier. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. But yeah, I know I know what you're talking about.
10: Yeah, so. Awesome. I love your I love all your content Good shit
6: Thank <laughs> you Margie Thank you Margie Margie yeah. I, I, Go be an op- Go 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 help some people On a farm In Italy See how that goes <laughs> And if it's bad You uh, can yeah, do something else Cause you're 24 And you're gonna live forever
10: <laughs> I am God damn it
6: <laughs> Amazing Well you have a good rest of the night Margie Thank you for calling in
10: Thank Thank you You too
6: Have a good night You too Bye Every
4: weekend goes on the line phone calls every night,
7: therapy get goes doing it right, he's teaching you how to live your life, but he's not really an expert.